Good morning, and we welcome you to the program once again for his every other week visit, Congressman Greg Pence, who represents Indiana's 6th Congressional District on Capitol Hill. And uh, good morning to you, Congressman Pence, and how are you doing on this glorious Monday? Uh, spectacular. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Oh, same. Same here. So, yep, so it's been a uh, great weekend weather-wise, but it looks like... Uh, you know, fall is uh, going to uh, come upon us, but uh, hey, you know we're uh, we're fortunate to have the kind of weather that we have had the last several days. Yeah, yeah, it's been really nice. And and you know, yesterday, if I kind of a, a point of personal privilege, as we say on the House floor, yesterday was the 39th anniversary of the Beirut bombing. Uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, I served there with those folks, and I think the listeners know that. Uh, Marines pride themselves on Semper Fi. That's always faithful. And so I I remember them yesterday. I remember them every day. And uh, we sent out uh, a letter and some photos and things like that, just remembering those who gave their life uh, in defense of our country. And, and so just uh, I, I will never let that day go by without uh, saying something about it. So 39 years ago, Beirut, Lebanon. Well, and that was, um, and of course, uh, we had talked about uh, the the origins of that, uh, of what happened there in the past, and you know some of the uh, groups that were involved in that uh, particular bombing. I know. Yes, I ran back Hezbollah. That's uh, that's a fact, uh, and it, you know we still deal with those two groups to this very day, unfortunately, uh, and so we have to remain vigilant. All right. And then so uh, with that, uh, we'll uh, move on to uh, some of the things that uh, you've been doing, uh, Congressman, during the um, uh, October recess, uh, getting around the 6th Congressional District. And uh, it's like uh, you've uh, been a pretty uh, busy man lately. Well, I have. And I'll bet your ears were burning last night, Tom. Oh, really? Last night, I was asked to speak at the International Broadcasters Idea Bank in Indianapolis. Uh, I was the uh, opening guest, if you will. So we talked about uh, small and mid-sized city radio uh, stations. So last night, Tom, I mentioned you and WRBI at the uh, Idea Bank, uh, and there are radio stations actually from all over the world, primarily Midwestern uh, smaller market radio stations, and I talked about my support and appreciation for for radio in today's uh, communication market, and and really, uh, Tom, you'd you'd love this. Kind of talked about big against big tech and what they're trying to do uh, to local radio, and and how I'm supportive of fighting that battle on your behalf. Well, uh, I appreciate that, and uh, I'm flattered that uh, you mentioned uh, both me and uh, WRBI before those folks. That's uh, that's that's great. We appreciate that, and uh, and, uh, and of course, you mentioned the uh, some of the things that uh, uh, the the battles that we face. Uh, in particular, I see in my personal email a lot of times, um, you know, notifying your congressman about uh, keeping a local radio alive and. Um, I would imagine that uh, you probably uh, get quite a few of those uh, from time to time whenever this uh, particular topic uh, comes up. Yeah, Tom, and I'm, I'm even, uh, I even sponsored a number of bills and written a number of uh, uh, letters on behalf of small radio. I, I've actually never uh, not supported a bill 
uh, that tries to protect small radio. You know, the, for the listeners, uh, Big Tech would like to kind of limit your, uh, your uh, we'll call it geography or, or how far you can broadcast or where you can broadcast. And, and you know, they, they're just trying to take away your content, as you well know. And so uh, at being on the Consumer Protection Committee, uh, you know, big tech falls under our jurisdiction. And, you know, we just can't have monopolies in this country when it comes to information. Local radio is, I'll call it, I actually call it the last bastion of just information. It's like you and I are here talking. Uh, it's We don't talk about opinion. We talk about things. And I know whether, whether it's sports or local news, you know, you're providing a real service to communities. And I'm not just pandering to you on, on this uh, on this call this morning. I really believe that uh, print media and social media has a real problem with being biased anymore. All right. So, and of course, uh, also another thing that's uh, – and I, I know that uh, some bills that have been before Congress has also been uh, – as far as the type of uh, music and then the, the charge that uh, some of these uh, – uh, some of the big record labels, I think, are uh, trying to get involved in uh, what uh, – I mean, have you had many of those uh, come before you? I have. Uh, I can't think what, – what's the, what's the name of that one? The Freedom of uh, – I, I could look it up real quick, but I don't want to take too much time. But I have – I have uh, sponsored a bill uh, opposing that as well. Okay, so well, we we appreciate your uh, support on Capitol Hill and all the uh, lawmakers who uh, do that to uh, try and keep uh, local radio uh, what it is, and uh, so that we can provide a service to our listeners. If I can, Tom, and mm-hmm. listeners need to understand that you know, if you don't, then you're not going to have local radio. It's uh, you're a business; you need to make money. Uh, and you know the monopolies of social media and big tech uh they just they just like to drive you out of business and take over your your position in the in in local news yes and uh, so uh, yeah that's definitely uh, something we will obviously uh, keep an eye on and uh, uh, and get back to uh, what uh, you've been doing around the October recess. Uh, it looks like uh, you've had uh, quite a few functions and uh, and in particular, uh, you've been going to a lot of uh, community events and uh, maybe and it looks like even some uh, some federal uh, related things, in particular, the FCC commissioner uh, visiting. Yeah, big deal and a big honor. You and I have talked about, uh, you know, broad rural broadband, particularly uh, broadband, uh, rural broadband, as opposed to speeding up urban broadband, which some of the recent bills, the infrastructure bill and the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, misnomer, but uh, those bills actually put funding into speeding up broadband in urban areas. And, uh, so the FCC commissioner uh, uh, actually came out, uh, very kind of him, to meet with me. He's Commissioner Carr, and we met at a 911 facility in Hancock County. That's Greenfield. But what we talked about was rural broadband and what's called mapping, Tom, because mapping, uh, you and I both know where, where you can't, where we have to drop a call when we're driving in the car. Yet, in most counties, in every county in this state, the maps indicate that they're 100% covered. And I had introduced a bill almost four years ago, believe it or not, that a study was supposed to be done to uh, reconcile all the different maps the different agencies have. And uh, uh, Commissioner Carr was aware of that. That 
was that study was supposed to be completed by a summer. It wasn't. Uh, we wrote some uh, bipartisan letters to the FCC saying, hey, what, why isn't this done? Uh, we can't move forward. We can't use grant money that's already been allocated and appropriated to, uh, to fix some of these and, and expand broadband. And he was very aware of that. And uh, it was a great conversation. I really appreciated that actually an FCC commissioner come out right into the 6th District and, and talk about our uh, immediate and local problems. Yeah, that is uh, definitely a, a you know major accomplishment there that he was able to uh, take the time to visit and then uh, you know kind of hear you out on the, on this particular issue and uh, so with that we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out and we'll continue our uh, conversation with Sixth District Congressman Greg Pence right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our chat with 6th District Congressman Greg Pence. And uh, you were talking about uh, some of your uh, activities during the October recess. And, uh, of course, that's a, uh, you pride yourself on getting out and about in the uh, district. And in particular, looks like you had uh, a lot of uh, several visits around the uh, Columbus-Bartholomew County area. Well, I did. Uh, Columbus, Indiana had actually received the Community of the Year Award, and I did what's called a congressional record uh, and read that on, and it's, it's in Congress, read that on the House floor and presented that to the city, as well as Ivy Tech, which, you know, we all, we all appreciate Ivy Tech. A good friend of mine in Columbus had uh, donated some of his uh, um, money that uh, he, had, he had made over the years to uh, build Moravec Hall. It's Tony Moravec. So that's just a couple of Columbus things. I also uh, did a congressional record for Rush County, uh, just just close by you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're celebrating their 200th anniversary. So it's, it's really interesting. I got about three. I have three counties and two communities that have bicentennials this year. So I guess everybody showed up in, uh, in this part of the state in Indiana 200 years ago. It's, it's, it's very interesting uh, that it happened at that time. And I can't really tell you the exact reason that, uh, you know, 200 years ago settlements occurred. But uh, that, that's the fun stuff I get to do, and, it's, uh, you know, it's all, all positive. But, yeah, Tom, we're – you know, I've always gotten out, and I always come home uh, very, in the last four years, very few times I haven't been back home in the district, uh, maybe a wedding or, or such. Uh, so this we're, we're leading up to the election on November 8th. Um, I'm just kind of normally doing what I do, you know, get out and go visit some folks out in the district. So that's, uh, it's what I actually enjoy doing, and, and then hearing what they have to say about issues. I, I had a couple of uh, harvest meetings, in other words, with the Ag Community Farm Bureau, and went and talked to farmers about, you know, the inputs and the issues that they're dealing with this year as they get out into the fields and uh, bring the crops in. 
And, and I see that also uh, you're in uh, liberty for a, uh, a very special uh, mural dedication. This is a gentleman whose uh, voice was on WRBI for years as the voice of the Indianapolis 500, Bob Jenkins. Yeah, they so they uh, uh, so Bob is from that community, and uh, we went ahead and uh, stopped by and commemorated the fact that they had painted this great big giant mural on one of the buildings uh right right in the city square so i so he actually you're telling me tom he actually worked for wrbi as well well as the voice of the indianapolis 500 since we carried the yeah. race every year oh right right yeah. right and still yeah. do to this day with uh, mark Jaynes. okay yeah he and uh, bob was from liberty and uh that was it's it's a really if you're ever driving through Liberty, stop by and take a look at it. It's well done. Yeah, for sure. And um, you know, probably yeah, get out and maybe take some pictures of it and so forth. So, uh, but uh, sure. yeah, yeah. And uh, another thing that you did also on that uh, sports related theme with the uh, high school basketball getting ready to uh, start to kick in the high gear here before we know it, the uh, Hoosier gym, the refurbished floors. Well, anytime I go through town and uh, I can, I can go go to the gym where they shop the movie Hoosiers. I do. I actually know all the, I'll call them the curators. They're volunteers, uh, guys that grew up in town and, and actually played there. And it's always fun. And this time they took me into the back room to show me some, some of the older paraphernalia that they have. When you first walk into the gym, you can see a lot of old basketballs and jerseys and stuff like that. They even have more of it way in the back so it's uh it's it's just fun if we're going by that was kind of a personal uh self-indulgence tom yeah yeah no doubt about it I, I, you know, if i'm ever up that way i'm and that's definitely uh, one place i uh, intend to stop in it and uh, and check it out because i know a number of uh, teams from around the area have uh, played games in there i mean they have uh, they'll welcome in uh, teams from out of state to uh, you know have practices there so uh, i mean that's you know you want to talk about a uh, you know quite the uh, indiana gym uh, it's definitely the hoosier gym in knightstown yeah it sure is and you know they were gonna. The guys were telling me last week that they were gonna tear down that gym, and a local businessman bought it to save it. You know, as as you would, because uh, it is a very very old gym. And then of course the rest is history. And the and the Hoosier movie, you know, put it on the international map. You know, I saw, here's an interesting thing, and I told those guys last week this. People will say to me. Uh, out in D.C. or or even when I travel other places, they'll say, uh, where are you from? And I say, Indiana. And and they'll go, you know, my favorite movie is the Hoosiers movie. And I go, the gym's in my district. They go, oh, no, my God. They think that's so cool. (laughs) I I, I think it's cool, but it's kind of like the Indianapolis 500's cool, too. But it's how so many people tell me that that's their favorite movie. Isn't that interesting? It really is. Um, matter of fact, I uh, I know a guy who used to, uh, he he would have it, as he said, he had it in his um, uh, safety deposit box and would break it out every year uh, before the start of basketball season and uh, pop it into the VCR and watch it. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> is that right? That's, uh, I don't know how much of that is the truth, but, uh, you know, it's, it does make for a good story and that kind of, yeah. kind of shows the reverence that folks have uh, for that movie. But, uh, yeah. Um, 
Anything else, uh, Congressman, before we let you get back to it? Well, I would say to the listeners, you know, get out and vote. Uh, from from my point of view, um, you know, vote, just vote. Please vote. The, the, we need more folks to get out and vote in this country and be, be a little more engaged uh, and participate. So get out between now and uh, and including November 8th. Vote for your favorite politician. And then uh, speaking of uh, November 8th, our next uh, scheduled visit is the day before Election Day. Will we get to hear from you that day? Absolutely. Where else would I be? (laughs) Right here on WRBI. Well, thank you very much, uh, Congressman uh, Greg Pence. We appreciate that and appreciate your time as always this morning. Uh, Stay well, and uh, we will talk to you again in two weeks. All right. Thanks, Tom.